0: Today I'll be reading from uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, uh, verse 12 to 17. So just get in your Bibles. <laughs> I thank Christ our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I will have been shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Jesus Christ. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, Jesus Christ might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, but only God, be honour and glory for ever and ever. Amen. Uh, I shall also be reading from... First uh, Timothy chapter 5, 15 to 16, so just get that. <laughs> which, which God will bring about in his own time, God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can ever see. To him be honour and might forever. Amen.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Timo. That was brilliant. And what, 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 what a coincidence. Timo reading Timothy? Oh, fantastic. Like we planned it. Um, now, did you spot any things that sounded a bit like superpowers? Yeah, what did you hear? Invisible. Brilliant. Any other things that sounded a bit like superpowers? Yes, Sam. Immortal. And there was one more. Here are three that I saw. King eternal, immortal, invisible. Here's what they mean. King eternal, not ruled by time. God is immortal. Can't end. Not stopped by death. God is invisible. He's not stuck in a body. He can't be seen. And we're going to think about those three things in a little bit. But, but, but before that, before that, whenever you read the Bible, it's really important to kind of have a look at, at what's going on in the bit we're reading, to, to know what's happening. Because we've been reading from 1 Timothy, and 1 Timothy is a letter, a letter written um, to a guy named Timothy, oh, from his old friend Paul. And Timothy's like a young uh, uh, church leader, and in his church there are some people who are teaching things that aren't in the Bible and stirring up all kinds of mischief. And so Paul's writing, giving him some advice in how to kind of look after the church. And here, in the bit that Timo read out for us so brilliantly, Paul's telling his story of how he became a Christian. And look what he says. He says, I was once... A blasphemer, that means someone who speaks things that aren't aren't true about God. And a persecutor, that means someone who hurts God's people. And a violent man. This guy, Paul, doesn't sound like a, 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 a nice piece of work, does he? But have a look again. I was shown mercy. Like, God changed Paul's life. He turned everything around. And as Paul is thinking about this, well... He starts getting really, 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 really excited. It's a bit like um, a lemonade bottle. Now, what happens when you start shaking a lemonade bottle? Anyone know? If you keep on shaking it and keep on shaking it, what happens? Yes, Freddie. There's loads of bubbles and then when you open it, what happens? It's a big explosion. Well, that's like what's happening with Paul. He's, like, talking about how God has saved him and changed his life and, like, made such a big difference in his life. And he's getting more and more and more and more excited till he just explodes. Oh. Sorry, Vince. Hmm. It's quite tasty. And he explodes with verse 17 and this massive shout of praise. He says, now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. He's so excited about God that he just can't keep quiet. In fact, one, one old church leader called John Calvin, he said this. He said, um, he said, Paul's enthusiasm breaks out into this exclamation since he could find no words to express his gratitude for what could be more wonderful than Paul's conversion. He can't help but keep quiet because God is so amazing. And get this. This, this lemonade explosion... It doesn't just happen once in the letter. It's a very short letter. But but towards the end of it, in chapter 6, verse 15 to 16, let's get Catherine and Matt this time, uh, the same thing happens. Paul's thinking about Jesus coming back to earth, and he explodes again. And he says, God, the blessed... I need to wipe this up. um, The blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords... And he carries on. He says, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or... Wow. Twice, he gets so excited that he explodes in praise at how amazing God is. It's a bit like Paul is saying, wow. Actually, actually, every time that I say, wow, today, could you all help me? Could you all shout back, God is awesome! Do you think you could do that? Wow! God is awesome. Fantastic! And we're going to have a look at, at why God is so awesome as we look at those kind of um, attributes of God, those things that look like superpowers. Firstly, God is the King Immortal. It means God is the king, has always been the king, God is alive and has always been alive. Get this? Even before time existed, God was there. He, he has no birthday, He has no beginning, no start point, and time doesn't affect Him the same way it affects us. So, so like us, we get older and crustier as time goes on, but not God. We change over time, but not God. Like, for us, we go forward in time, but not God. It's a bit like God's got a bird's-eye view of time. He sees all things all at once. Wow! God is water. Fantastic. And that's not all. God is Immortal. Think invincibility, think like Superman, can't be harmed, can't bleed, or Captain Scarlet, he's indestructible, God can't stop existing, God can't die. Wow! God
0: is awesome.
1: And then the third thing, invisible. Now, being invisible, that might not seem like a good thing. You might be like, well, well, I want to see God. Being invisible, it doesn't mean God's not real. It just means we can't see him. And actually, that's a really good thing. It means God is not stuck in a body or limited in a body. Now, now, now my body means I can't do certain things. Like, like I cannot be, be, be here at the front of church and up on the balcony at the same... Whoa, maybe I can. <laughs> Stephen! Oh, it's just Jacob. I, like, like, My body means I'm stuck to one place at one time. I can't be here and up there. But God hasn't got a body. He, he's not limited. He, he can be in all places at all times, every time, all at once. Wow. <laughs> we'll try that again. Wow. Wow. <laughs> And think about how good this is. It means like when I talk to God in my house, uh, and when you pray to God in your house, and Catherine prays to God in her house, when my friend Levi in Japan prays to God in his house, we have all of God's attention all the time because he's fully there with us.
0: Wow.
1: God is awesome. oh. Wow. God is awesome. And This is why being a Christian is so super exciting. Because our God is so superly incredible. He is awesome. That's why Paul is like, to the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God. (sighs) Actually, actually, this is kind of um, what hearing true things about God makes you do. It, it, It makes you want to go, wow! Wow! And that's one of the things that, that false teaching won't do. So, so back in Timothy's day, these false teachers teaching their stuff, well, uh, Paul says it, it promoted controversial speculations, it, it promoted arguments. Teaching false things about God creates dry and dusty, boring discussion. But talking about the real, living, true God of the Bible, well that makes us want to go, wow! <laughs> In fact, doctrine, which is a fancy word for big truths about God. Well, it kind of shakes us up like a lemonade I won't do it again, like a lemonade bottle. It shakes our faith up so we love God more. The bigger our God is, the louder we're going to sing. And so I thought, well, I thought I'd challenge us all to, to, to think of ways we can kind of grow our, our picture and vision of God. And here's a few things you could try in your family. You could try looking at this thing. It's called the New City Catechism. It's a long word. It's got 52 questions and answers you can learn, which goes through the Christian faith really simply. It's amazing. Or, um, or you can try reading uh, big books. Like, um, it's not a very big book, but it's actually a brilliant book. It's called None Like Him by Jen Wilkin. She goes through some of these attributes of God. Fantastic read. Tuesday group recommend it. Or. You could try the Sussex Gospel Partnership Bible Course. It happens uh, starting next week, I think it is, on Saturday. Come and join for that. Or podcasts. Lizzie and I have been loving one called Knowing Faith. It is absolutely brilliant. It stretches your knowledge of God. Because, wow! And we're going to hear more about just how awesome he is in a few minutes. But first, over to Ben. Now, BH, can we talk about secret identities? Now, you know superheroes, like kind of wear secret identities to kind of keep them, wear costumes and masks to keep themselves safe, to keep their ones they love safe. But some of their costumes are terrible. So I've picked out my top two worst superhero disguises ever. Can you guess who they are? Here's the first one. Superman. He's in second place, by the way. I mean, all he does... Is put on, or wait, sorry, take off a pair of fake glasses and swish his hair the other way. That's it. H- how does that disguise fool anybody? Like seriously, Gl- oh, a different different person. <gasps> but there's someone even more ridiculous. You may not have heard of him before. This is He-Man. Now. When he becomes He Man, the only thing he does is take his shirt off and get a tan. That's it. He just slightly goes more orange. That's, it. That's his thing. Same hair, same bulging muscles. Like, what? How is that a disguise? Deary me. Deary me. Now,. <laughs> um. Jesus, on this earth, kind of, sort of, not really, um, kind of, had a secret identity. Um, When you looked at him, he looked pretty ordinary. In fact, the Bible says um, there was nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Like, he looked pretty plain, like an ordinary man. But, But the more you know about Jesus, the more you know he's not a plain guy. He's the main guy. He's not an ordinary man. He is the God-man. In fact, Jesus is God. Which means, all those things we looked at in verse 17, King, eternal, immortal, invisible, well, they should all be true of Jesus, right? Isn't that that true? If he's God, they should all be true of Jesus. In fact, um, have a little look, if you've got a Bible, at verse 12 to 16 in the Bible. Can you count for me... The number of times the word Jesus appears, or Christ Jesus appears, or our Lord appears. Have a little count if you can. I count six times. This whole passage, verse 12 to 17, is all about Jesus. Those words in verse 17 aren't Paul changing the subject. He's talking about Jesus. Jesus is the King Eternal who has no birthday. Jesus is the immortal one who cannot die. Jesus is the invisible God who can't be seen. Um, but what, what, what about Christmas? Don't we celebrate Jesus' birth on Christmas Day? What, 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 what about, what about um, Easter? On Good Friday, don't we think about Jesus' death? Uh, and, and, and what about all the people in the Bible who saw Jesus, ate with Jesus, heard from Jesus, touched Surely he had a body, right? What, what's going on? Well, there's a little clue in our reading. I wonder if you heard it. In 1 Timothy 1, verse 15, Paul says, Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. There's our little clue. This is... One of five trustworthy sayings in, in, in 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, they kind of like act like legs on a chair. They're kind of really important bits of, 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 of truth that the early church like believed in that would hold their, their faith upright. Without these things, well, you've got a chair that doesn't work. They're key important things. They're kind of like an early confession of faith, if you want. And one of the key pieces of information that the early church held on to in their faith was that Christ Jesus, verse 15, came into the world to save the good guys. Oh, wait. That's what it should say, right? But but instead it says, Christ Jesus came into the world to to save sinners. Oh. Um, Because sinners are, are, are baddies, Sinners um, are are people who hate God in their hearts uh, uh, and have turned away from Him and don't want anything to do with Him. Uh, They want to live their life their way, doing, saying, thinking things that God doesn't like. Sinners are baddies. Uh, uh, Usually, usually, you can kind of tell who the bad guys are, can't you? The music changes and goes all sinister. And for some reason, bad guys always wear black and purple Those, you look at them and you know immediately, look at them. They're vintage bad guys, right? You know that, but but just sometimes it's very difficult to tell who the bad guy is. Has anyone seen Frozen? Right? Who knew that Hans was going to be, oh my, like, what? Sometimes it's hard to tell who the bad guys were. So I I kind of wish, I wish that, that there existed... This. This isn't real. The baddie finder Mark II. Uh, this, th- th- that could beep if a baddie was near. Now, that would be so helpful for me in my film watching. But, but, but if, if such a device existed, I wonder what it would say about me. Let's, let's test it out. Oh. I wonder what it would say about all of you and you at home as well. <laughs> oh. Um, the Bible's got something really difficult to tell us. Uh, we are, are, are sinners. We're we we're, we're baddies. And that's true, isn't it? The more you think about it, the more you think, well, like Paul, I mean, I'm the worst of sinners, Paul says. Like, the more you see it, the more you think, well, all my choices are quite selfish. Um, when I do something really, you got to get proud and boastful and arrogant. I try and control people in friendships. I get jealous really easily. Uh, um, I go for the whole day, like, ignoring God, doing life my way. We're the baddies. And, like... We know, right? We know that, that, that in films, baddies always lose. Like, that, that, that's just standard. Baddies always lose. Like, like, and that's true in the Bible, too. Like, baddies always lose. Um, sinners are going to be, what well, the Bible says, punished by judgment, wrath, and forever death. And, like, it's a terrifying place to be, being a baddie. And yet, what does. The God of the Bible do one Timothy one, verse fifteen. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. God loves us that much. Whoa! Now, now we learned wow earlier. Okay. We're going to learn a new one. Whoa! So when I say whoa, could you say, um, "God loves me that much"? And you need to do a little whoo, uh, because it's like, whoa, God loves me that much." Okay, ready? Whoa! whoa. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Get ready for that. It's going to come up over and over again because, well, that that that, that one Timothy one verse fifteen is amazing. Philip Jensen, he said. Um, It's one of those statements of the Bible that we should learn by heart. And I wonder, could you do that in your families, in your small groups, kind of try and learn 1 Timothy 1 verse 15, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Whoa! Because here's what it means. The God of the Bible loves us and wants us so much that, 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 that he had to find a way to rescue and save us. And the only way to rescue and save sinners was for God himself to take on human flesh and go through wrath, judgment and death in our place. That was the only way. Whoa. Thanks, Ben. One person's alert in the whole church. Yes, we're doing well. Um, and j- j- just think about what this kind of means. It means the God who had no beginning began a life on earth to rescue you. Whoa. God me, that God. <laughs> what, was that better? Okay. Uh, it also means that the, the, the God who, who cannot be seen Revealed Himself so that we could get to know Him personally. Whoa! God loves me now,
0: God. It,
1: oh, that's immortal. Whoops! Uh, it means the immortal God, who cannot die, found a way to die to save us from death.
0: Whoa! God loves me now,
1: God. Fantastic. Um, uh, and just to say, like. If you haven't been rescued by Jesus, well, the Bible says that you're a baddie. That's the bad news, but the Bible says good news too. It says it's actually really easy for you to be rescued by Jesus. In fact, all you need to do is say help. Say help, I'm a baddie. I need your help. And if you say that, well, well, because God loves us so much, because Jesus has come into this world to save sinners, you can know life that never ends with him. Whoa. God loves me now. Oh, fantastic. Um, and, and it's this thought, that, that, that Jesus saves sinners, that, that, that makes Paul erupt in praise, not once, but twice in this letter. Um, in fact, some people reckon that, that verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 17, and, and 6, verse 15, 16, they're their songs. That Paul is so excited about, about Jesus saving sinners that he starts singing and going, woo, hallelujah. And what gets me is that writing this, he's been a Christian for 30 years. 30 years, and he's still buzzing about Jesus. Do we still have that buzz about Jesus? Are we still that excited? I wonder if COVID has kind of gotten rid of our fizz. (laughs) Look, now as a new term begins, it's a time to stop and kind of do what Paul did. Look back on your life. Look back on, on, on your sinfulness. And as you do, Look back on the God who literally did the impossible to rescue you. Because oh, as you do, I think there's only two words we can say Wow!
0: And whoa!